Welcome to the other half of FIFO Life podcast. Join me on this awesome journey as we explore what FIFO Life looks like for the partners and families at home. In this positive space, no topics are off limits as we chat to experts in their field as well as the average person living their best other half of FIFO Life. Hello and welcome to an interesting topic that we're going to discuss today. I'm really passionate about talking about mental health problems, um, particularly in the FIFO space. So some of you may know that um, the mining companies do a lot of things to try and improve mental health on site. However, they're only as good as if you use them, if you put them into action and actually use them. And what I have experienced is that the supports are there if people reach out, but there's not a lot to help when the person struggling isn't reaching out, but isn't engaging in those services. So I wanted to have a chat directly to the FIFO partners and um, directly to you and give you some just little bit tidbits that you can use to help support your partner. Now, obviously, if you have any concerns whatsoever about your partner, seeking individual professional help is the best option. But some of these tips can certainly help and they're also applicable if your partner's just having a bad day so you may not actually have anxiety or depression or some other um, more serious mental health condition it can just be when there's shit going on um, or they've just had an average day that some of the tips that I'm going to share with you today you can actually use and help support your partner so let's dive in. The first one that I wanted to talk about is understanding your partner's primary representational system. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, this is how they interact with the world. So it might be that they are visual. So you you. In their language, they might say things like, oh, I see what you mean. Or if they're describing an experience they have, they will use a lot of visual um, words like I saw this, um, it was bright, it was colourful, it was so you, a lot of that type of language. The other main one is hearing, so um, sound. So uh, I like the sound of that might be words that they use. Um, You'll also, when they are describing um, an experience, they will use a lot more things to do with sound, with hearing. Um, you know, it works overpowering at the moment. It's all just a bit too loud for me. It's all just a bit um, over the top. That can be language that they can use. And then you've also got um, an aesthetic, which is feel. So... Um, 
it's probably the opposite. There's a lot more um, of us females that have like a feel to things, our gut feeling. However, there is lots and lots of men that have kinesthetic or feel as their primary representational system. Um, they just may not articulate it the same as we do, but a lot of men still have this and it might be like, I just don't feel right about this or um, they might talk about how they felt in a situation more than what they saw or what they heard. There's also another one um, called audio uh, digital, which is the way they talk to themselves. So this is me and this was quite interesting for me um, when I understood this about myself because I analyze things in my mind and I run them through and that's fine if it is a um, positive narrative that you're running um, but if somebody is in not the best headspace and they're doing a lot of that running in their head and analyzing things if they're not doing it with a positive perspective on that it can be quite um toxic because they're not outwardly discussing it and they're running and they're analyzing it in their head um so if you want to understand what yours or your partner's primary representational system is in the show notes i will put in um a link for a free test that you can do to work out what yours is so how can you actually use these when talking to your partner? So notice that I said a positive, talking positively in their primary representational system. So what that might sound like, look like, hear like, is um, when you are talking to your partner, if you know that they are visual in their primary representational system, when you're listening to them and they're telling you about their day or they're telling you about their problem, use language back to them like, ah, oh, I see what you mean. I can see how that would be difficult for you. If you talk to somebody in their opposite primary representational system, then you can be saying to them, ah, oh, I hear what you mean. I can really understand and hear how that's difficult. That language doesn't land with them. So they don't often feel heard. They don't often feel seen by the language that you're using with them. So this can be interesting if you and your partner have a different primary representational system. And what it'll mean is that you will have to be really conscious of the language if you want to meet them where there's, they're, they're at. Um, and if you're, if you're working to support your partner that's in a, a negative mindset or is like struggling with things on site, you're, you have the opportunity to meet them where they're at instead of expecting them to come to where you're at. Because if they're in a little bit of a um, negative mindset, they're going to struggle to sort of come out of that. And what we really want to talk about today is how you can support them at that time, particularly when they're on site. Now, absolutely a lot of these tips you can use for yourself when um, or if you find yourself in um, a bit of a lower mood or, or struggling with things at home. But today we're really focusing on how you can support your partner when they're on site with um, if they're not 
quite ready yet to, to reach out for that level of support or if they're just having a bad day. So talking positively using their primary representational system. Basically what this is going to do is really make them feel like you're understanding where they're at and that you're showing empathy. Um, like I said, if you're a different primary representational system, you will want to focus on overriding what you want to say um, or how, sorry, how you say things. So if you're a, I see what you're saying and there are, I hear then you just want to swap those um, language around. Um, the next biggest tip that I have or that I think is really um, important is making sure that you get to know their friends on site. So this can be, this can either be really easy if, say, a large majority of your partner's um, colleagues live in the same town or city, so say if they're working rural Western Australia and um, your partner and a lot of their, his on-site friends live in Perth, then it's going to be a lot easier to have meetups and connect, but um, you still need to make a conscious effort. And what can quite often happen is they can be spending time with their friends on site and then they come home and there's such a disconnect between site and home that this can cause issues in itself. So I know that when I worked on site and my friends had met my then fiancé, knew things about um, my home life and family, that I could then have conversations with them um, and they could also understand um, what was happening in my life and support me. So it's important for you to be able to meet their friends on site so that you can engage and talk and ask about what's happening in on their on site and, you know, how's so-and-so going and how's his wife and things like that. So it creates that bit more of a community around your partner. But it's also the flip side that when you take time to get to know them, in the morning um, when your partner walks into the workplace, a mate might go, oh, how's Natalie going and how's the kids going? And that creates that, you know, bridging that gap between home and site. So it's really important as hard as sometimes it can get when matching up, especially if they're your mate, your partner's mates aren't home at the same time, but it is definitely worth um, taking time to prioritise that. So along the same lines, understanding their site life is so important and has definitely been a gift um, to myself and my husband because we've both worked on site and we've both been the partner at home at different times. So we can both connect and show empathy for each other's um, life and challenges, but if you haven't been on site and you've never been on a mine site, a couple of things you can do. First of all, you can actually ask your partner to see if you can come out to site for a day visit or overnight. Now, I've been I've worked for lots of different companies and they some companies are fantastic and they do like one or like two days a year where families come out but then there's lots of other companies especially if you're a, if your your partner works for um 
a contractor um, or is just a company that doesn't do it, that doesn't mean it can't happen. So we have had plenty of requests come through when I was working for the mining companies for a partner to come up. And even if you can just go to the camp and see the room and have lunch, um, most companies are prepared to do this. Don't think that by doing this, you only get to do it if things are really not good with your partner. This is a really cool thing for any one to use to to say come up once a year or even if it's just once um your partner can certainly ask site admin or manager if they can arrange that because generally depends on where you are whether it's commercial or um chartered planes there is normally seats that uh, are free and that they're fine with a partner jumping on and then going up in the morning and coming back in the um evening so that is absolutely um, something that you can do that you can help understand their site but if that's not something that you want to do um, there is so many other ways that you can get to understand site life asking about the food on FaceTime ask if they can if they mind like showing you around the room I know for my kids in particular that when dad shows the room around he does it you know not all the time but he does it quite often the kids are like oh yeah cool dad that's where you've got this and that's where you put your laptop and they can visualize it and it also once again bridges that gap um so certainly use like FaceTime as an option to have a look around site um but also understand the, like, let them talk and actually listen to the um, politics that goes on on site. And I know sometimes you can be like, oh, I've got so much stuff going on home. But just for that moment, if your partner's talking to you about the different things on site, just be really present and listen and even write down names if that helps so that when you're having those conversations later, your partner feels like those two worlds are, are not so separate. Um, another thing that's quite interesting, um, a tool that you can use, if your partner is talking quite negatively, there's a technique, chunking up, chunking down, that you can use to get them out of that negative talk. So what this looks like, if um, we can probably relate to more with our kids where they come home from school and they're like, nobody likes me. Um, this is very top level. So so if, if your partner is talking about like everything's horrible on site, I, you know, I have no close friends or, um, um the food is always terrible. My room is always the older rooms or whatever it may be. You want them to come down. So you want them to chunk down in their thinking. So you can say, what specifically um, do you like about the food or what food specifically? And you want to be careful that when you're chunking down, that you don't get too negative. But if you say, let's let's talk about the food, because it is something that quite often um, people focus on because it could be a highlight on site. So you say, what specifically don't you like about the food? And then your partner might say, oh, well, you know, the desserts are good but um, and dinner's good, but the lunch options are terrible. 
say, okay, well, what can we do about that? Can you, are you in a position to tell your manager that you would like a few different options? What can what can we organise that you bring from home so that um, you can make something on site? And lots of people used to do that. Um, same thing if they say, like, everybody's horrible um, on site. You could say, oh, you know, who specifically? And then they might actually talk about one specific person and you can say, oh, but I've heard you talk about, you know, Bob and Frank and whoever, you seem to get along with them. And then from instead of being right up here and everything being horrible, you can chunk down and you can go, okay, well, so that bloke's not nice and is, you know, toxic in the workplace, but all these other people are positive. So it's not really everybody's not nice. Um, and then you can do the opposite. Um, say there's one particular issue and your partner's really drilling down on that as a problem. Say there's something wrong with the equipment and it's like ruined their life. Then you can say, okay, well, there's something wrong with um, that piece of equipment, but are the other pieces of equipment? So you can see how we're now sort of chunking up. So we're not focusing on something really tiny that is causing an issue you can say oh but the other equipment and tools are working and there's other people around you that are causing those issues so you can notice here how chunking up means coming away from if they're really focused on something and being quite negative that you want to give them a bit more perspective and go oh, okay I know that you're sort of struggling a bit with the people on site but you love going to the gym after work and the food's really great so you're bringing them back out so that they can see all the positives and then the opposite if they're up here and saying everybody's horrible we can say who specifically is being horrible so you can see how these two options help them to get a different perspective because that's what we're really after here with chunking up and chunking down is giving your partner a different perspective so they realize it's not actually as bad as they think it is and once again and I mentioned at the start if there is something that is really causing your partner trouble obviously if it's more in the mental health space then absolutely engage with a mental health professional and all sites will have a contact number if there is other things that they can actually do on site with issues with um, staff or equipment then really urge them to take some action okay so this is another really big one that sometimes we can get in the way of ourselves and um, not wanting to do because we don't feel appreciated but I ask you to put that side for a side moment I want you to emphasize your appreciation for your partner now that doesn't mean that by appreciating them that you owe them anything or that you are any less of a contributor in the family or in your relationship but when two people really appreciate each other then um it's 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 much easier to go about our business so if they don't like FIFO for example and there's two points I want to make here if they don't like FIFO but they know that you really appreciate the sacrifice that you're that they are making and that um that you value them for that 
then it makes it easier to get on that plane when they'd actually prefer to be at home with you. Um, sometimes we can slip into, particularly when we've got kids, you know, you go, okay, well, you get on a plane and you get to get away and I'm stuck here with the kids. It's not about which is harder to be at home or to be away. It's about both of you appreciating what each of you are doing. And it certainly makes it easier for your partner when they are, sacrificing the things that they are sacrificing when they know that it's appreciated by the people that they love the most. Um, however, there is one thing that I want to mention around showing your appreciation is that that your partner doesn't feel like they have to stay there. So if you say, oh, I really appreciate the sacrifice you make, it gives us so much quality time together, it really helps with us financially you know the kids get to do the activities that they do because you're on site and we get to go on lovely holidays because between the two of us we're creating this um, lovely future that's a really really nice thing to say but we also need to remember that our partners know they have an out and this is really important because I have experienced this on site a number of times where People working on site don't feel like they have the option to stop doing what they're doing. And you never want that because if your partner is carrying that burden and, you know, we're slipping a bit more into sort of the more severe mental health um, management issues, if they feel like everybody wants them to be on site and that they have to be on site so that, um, or they have to work away to maintain this lifestyle to keep everybody happy, then they're going to stop listening to themselves whether it's right for them anymore. So I tell my husband that I really appreciate the sacrifices he makes and that I love the quality time that it gives us and I love that we get to live the life that we do, but that at any point in time that that stops working for him and it stops working for me, that we have a conversation about stopping FIFO. Um, I love the lifestyle. He loves the lifestyle but misses being away. So at any point in time, if that feeling of missing us and being away got too great and was affecting his mental health, that there is an out. Don't assume that your partner knows that you're okay if they don't want to do it anymore, um, that it actually needs to be said. So when you're appreciating, you're expressing your appreciation, also make sure you're having that conversation that I really appreciate everything you do. Please also know that if at any point in time that you don't want to do it anymore, that it's okay and we'll work it out. So I'm not going to go into the depths of making sure financially that you've got an out, but that is absolutely a conversation you need to have if you're not currently in that position, that if you and your partner have created um, a life that doesn't support FIFO, and so it doesn't support if your partner was to leave FIFO, that you need to look at that because I also have unfortunately seen a lot of redundancies that have greatly impacted families emotionally, financially, physically, unfortunately, um, because they couldn't 
see a life or hadn't created a path of what life looks like without that income. So make sure emotionally they know, but also you work together so financially you're um, not forced into this lifestyle. A couple of tiny little tips that I want to give um, as far as what you can do for your partner when they're on site. An awesome one is Kmart does magnetic photos. So they're just like a, a size of a, um, a little photo. They print it on magnets. Now, most of the donors, doors, walls, everything are magnetic. Um, so it's quite a cool, easy thing to give your partner, especially if they're not in the same um, donger each time they come in and they're moving around. They can quite easily pull them off the wall or the door um, pack them in their bag that gets locked up and then pull it out and sort of have the family faces all around them while they're on site. Sending items to site. This is another cool way of making your partner feel brighter or give them something to look forward to, that you can get the address of site. So if you want to do this on the down low and not tell your partner, then you can call um the company that he works for, speak to admin and just say you'd like to send something up to site. Um, depends on where they are. Some camps are not run by the mining companies, but you can have a chat to um, the company's admin and they can say this is the address. Um, and as long as you put their name and possibly even the company that they work for, um, a letter or whatever will arrive. And when they get off the bus or... Um, if they're already on site and it arrives, the other cool thing is normally um, cat management staff will put a note in their room and say that there's a package at the office for them to pick up, which is always something of um, that lights um, people on site when they're away from home. Um, and think about some ways to deepen connection when you're on site. So it might be as a family on a Friday night, you all watch the same Disney movie <laughs> and you, your partner may not want to do these things because maybe they're tired, but just think about some different things that you think that they would like. Um, you could send little messages, voice memos to each other. The kids, when they get home from school and they've got lots of energy and you're like, do you want to say send daddy a message saying have a good day and you know if your partner is on site and isn't able to have a phone which it could be because of their workplace or um, hazards depending on oil and gas or or whatever it may be um, send them anyway and so when they get a, a break or when they get home at the end of the day they have these little recordings so just think about a few different things that you can deepen that connection and bridge that gap between home and away is absolutely going to make a difference on, on when they're feeling a bit down and when they're sort of struggling on site. These tips put together, if you're able to implement all of them, are absolutely amazing. If you want to understand any more of the chunking up and chunking down or um, the primary rep representational systems, um, you can jump over into a Facebook group that I run to support FIFO families called FIFO Mind and Body. And it's all about empowering us with this knowledge to live our most amazing FIFO life, um, but also to uh, focus on 
having amazing communication with our partner as well. Um, also, I, as I said before, I will chuck in the show notes um, the primary representational test so that you can work out what yours is and what your partner's is. Um, if you want to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, then I will put the link um, in the show notes because I absolutely love to work one-on-one -on -one with people and, and support you with your specific needs um, because everybody's different. Everybody's got different limiting beliefs that's holding them back. Every relationship dynamic is different and it just enables you to really get rid of anything that's been holding you back and absolutely love the FIFO life that we live. Thank you very much. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. If there's anything else you would like to talk about or, or would like me to bring on someone as a guest, let me know because this podcast is absolutely for you and to meet your needs. And I wish I had it in the early days, but it doesn't matter. We're here and we're creating it. Please reach out if there's anything you want. Have a wonderful day.